To all who shall see these presents, greetings. Hear ye that reposing special trust and confidence in the fidelity and abilities of the Give Me the Points podcast. After two straight profitable weeks, uh, 11 and 3 plus 17 and a half units, in the famous words of the shit bum Cam Newton, I'm back. Good evening, girls and boys. Um, this is Soup, your host, riding solo tonight. No Tyler, no Dale from Punchlist MMA, but that's okay. Um, we've taken somewhat of a hiatus from social media. We haven't been as active on Instagram lately because we wanted to get back to the basics. We wanted to get back on the winning track. Um, we've basically been off there for two weeks as far as posts and stories go. Um we wanted those who listen to the podcast to get the plays, not those who just hop on the Instagram on Sunday and look at the story to get the plays. And those who listen to the podcast, congratulations. Uh, the last two weeks, we are 11 and three. We are up 17 and a half units. Um, we're back, back on the winning track. You know, we had a couple down weeks there, but you're not going to win every single week. And we have risen to the occasion. Um, but I know I co uh, quoted Cam Newton there. We're not going to be like Cam Newton. We're not going to have one good week and then drop back to getting benched for PJ Walker to come back into the game, to get benched for PJ Walker again, to not know if we're going to start the next week. So last week, uh, week 14 of the NFL, I'm just going to run through the plays that we had. And if we won or lost them, um, let me bring those up real quick. So, Starting with the Thursday night game, we had the over 43 and a half for two units, uh, Steelers versus Minnesota. Um, I'll admit, I fell asleep when the game was 26 to nothing. I didn't think that we were going to see much more scoring. Pittsburgh's offense couldn't move the ball, and I thought Minnesota was just going to run the clock out. But to my surprise and delight, I woke up to a final score of 36 to 28. So 64 points, so that over smashed. Um, we then had a two-unit play on punchlist MMA Dale, his uh, his unbettable, the Atlanta Falcons. We took the Atlanta Falcons plus the two-and-a-half points. They won that game outright, 29-21. to 21. We then had a two-unit play on the Dallas Cowboys, minus four against the Washington football team. Uh, Dallas got out to a big lead. Micah Parsons did Micah Parsons shit, but they uh, the football team battled back. Um, but Dallas held on to cover the spread 27 to 20. We had a two and a half unit play on the Chargers minus nine and a half, thinking that Jake Fromm was going to be at quarterback. Good thing he wasn't because Mike Glennon sucks. And the Chargers won that game 37 21 to cover that spread. We then had a one-unit play on the over 48-and-a-half in the 49ers-Bengals game. That was a sweat, and um, we won somehow. Um, the game was 20-13 to 13 with a minute left. The Bengals went down, scored a touchdown to make it 20-20. to 20. Jamar Chase caught a touchdown pass. We go to overtime. Um, 
what the 49ers missed the game winning field goal. Yeah, they missed the game winning field goal to send uh for it to go to overtime. They drove down, had a chance at a field goal, missed it. So we go to overtime, and what we need in overtime to hit the over 48 and a half is we need a field goal and then a walk-off touchdown. And that's exactly what we got. The Bengals drove down on their opening drive. Evan McPherson hit a big field goal, 23 to 20. And then Sam Fran just marched right down the field. Um, thanks to George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and walked them off 26-23 to hit the over 48 and a half for one unit. And then we had two losses. Um, we went six and two. We had two losses. The two losses were the Lions plus eight and a half. They were just terrible, and Denver absolutely shit pumped them. And then one we shouldn't have lost. These were both one-unit plays. The dead Detroit was a one-unit play. And then Cleveland minus two and a half. I mean, what an absolute joke. I mean, yeah, they held on to win, but every time the Browns and Baltimore play each other, it just seems like a bad beat. I don't know if you guys remember from, I think it was last year, um, when the Browns were plus three and a half, they were down three. They tried the you know 77 laterals, and they ended up taking a safety to lose the game by five. Um, this one was ugly. Browns were up big, and they were up big basically the entire game. Lamar Jackson got hurt. Um, Huntley came in and led the Ravens back, and the Browns ended up winning 24-22. And then our two-team teaser, the five-and-a-half-point teaser, where we took Green Bay minus seven. And Kansas City minus three. Kansas City absolutely throttled Vegas, 48-9. And Green Bay, even that being down 10 points at, um, at one point in the second half, they ended up winning this game 45-30. to Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams, and Aaron Jones were on absolute fire. Um, but I want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners who sent me his plays. Uh, let me let me pull these up, these, these parlays that he hit. Um Active listener of both us and Punchlist MMA. I actually learned that he's the one who sent me my bumper sticker on the back of my car. Um, he worked for the Trump campaign, and I have a Veterans for Trump bumper sticker on the back of my car. If you're listening and you hate Trump and you're now going to stop listening because I support him, well, you're lost. I could care less. But um, Sean, uh, one of our active listeners here, he sent us a two pictures, actually, Sunday night at about 1040. Um, the first one was an anytime touchdown parlay. Um, he parlayed Jakeem Grant anytime touchdown in Chicago's defense anytime touchdown. Yes, Jakeem Grant caught the one touchdown, but he didn't even need that because he returned the punt for the touchdown, the first punt return of the year. And it was like Reggie Bush returning a punt against a high school football team, special teams. Um, he ran to the right. He ran to the left. Um, as Terry Bradshaw would say, it looked like he was chasing a bucket of fried chicken um, and took it to the house. But the odds on this parlay, absolutely outrageous. Uh, let me see if, it, if I can enlarge this picture here to get these odds. Okay, yeah. So Jakeem Grant and the Chicago Bears, both any Chicago Bears defense, both anytime touchdown parlay, 240 to one on his money. Smacked that. He then also went on Jakeem Grant again and took Jakeem Grant parlayed with Green Bay's 
defensive anytime touchdown. That one was uh, was 104 to one on his money. Another smack. And oh, for the trifecta, he bet Jakeem Grant anytime touchdown just by himself, 20 to one on his money. So he had a 20 to one, 104 to one, and a 240 to one. Jakeem Grant, the hero of Sunday night. So congratulations, Sean. Uh, that's awesome. Enjoy your trip to Ireland, brother. You deserve it. And uh, that's crazy. Absolutely insane. And then he sent us a picture. I'm sure you guys saw it on Punchless MMA's part or on Instagram. But he hit a nice uh, 11 to 1 parlay on the UFC. Ryan Hall money line, Ty Tuivasa money line, Dominic Cruz money line, and Josh Emmett money line. All four of those guys walking away with a win. Um, so, yeah, absolutely insane. Just savage. Absolute savage. Um, but that was a recap of last week. So that was six and two on the week for plus eight and a half units. And the week prior, um, we went five and one for plus nine units. So 17 and a half units, 11 and three over the last two weeks. It's good. We get back on the track. Um, we got weeks 15, 16, 17, 18, and then playoffs. So we got plenty of football left. As far as college football bowl season, I know that starts Friday at noon. Um, I think it's Toledo versus Middle Tennessee State. Um, not sure. I mean, we're going to make plays on the bowl season. But the way we sucked and ended the college football season, um, we're going to be careful. We're going to look for advantageous stuff. We're not going to bet just a bet. And I feel like that's what we ended up doing at the end of the college football season. We were just betting the bet. And when you bet the bet, you lose. You need to find advantageous spots. You need to bet the lines that you feel like you know are wrong. Um, you, you need to bet to win, not bet the bet, not bet for the thrill, but bet for um, bet for money. Uh, so big week in the NFL this week. We've got week 15, um, a lot of games that really, really, really matter. So I want to hop into that. I'm going to pull up the lines here. Uh, we are not on YouTube, so I don't have the lines in front of me on the computer screen. So I'm going to pull it up on my phone here. The first game, which I actually got the alert as I was doing the intro here, is the Kansas City Chiefs at the L.A. Chargers. You've got the Chiefs coming in as a three-point road favorite over under at 52 and a half. Um, the Chiefs already lost to the Chargers this year, but this is the game they need to win. The Chargers are one game behind them. Um, the Chiefs win this game. They write that wrong. And they are on track to win the AFC West. Um, and they're battling for the one seed. They went out. Um, if they went out and New England drops one of the remaining four games, which New England has the Colts, they have the Bills, they have the G Dolphins, and the Jaguars. Um, so if New England drops one of those, which they're going to be a dog in two of them, they're going to more than likely be a dog. Um, against Buffalo. If not, maybe a pick them. I don't know what the line, I don't think I got a line out on it yet. Um, but they are a dog this weekend. They're a two and a half point dog against Indy. Both teams coming off a bye. So let's see. Tampa. Da, 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 da. So right now, New England is a two point favorite against Buffalo. So regardless, um, New England has two tough games. If New England drops one of those two and the Chiefs went out, Chiefs get the one seed. So the Chiefs are playing for a lot here. And the alert that I got right um, as I was doing the intro was from Field Yates. Um, it's updates from the Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. So left tackle Rashawn Slater is officially out 
um, against the Chiefs on Thursday. And Austin Eckler, Derwin James, and Asante Samuel will all work out before the game to determine if they can play. Um, if they're without Derwin James or Asante Samuel, that is detrimental because the Chiefs' offense is clicking. And if they're without Austin Eckler, that is that's not good. Um, not good against the Chiefs' defense. It seems they have figured that out. So you guessed it. We're going back to the Kansas City Chiefs here. We like the Chiefs minus three in this game. Yes, they're on the road, but this is a must win. And in a must win, give me the better quarterback, the better run game, the better receiving core, and the better overall defense. Um, and a team to right their wrong. Uh, it's really, really tough to beat a team twice in the same season, let alone beating the Kansas City Chiefs twice in the same season. I don't see the Chargers getting that done, even though Justin Herbert's playing out of his mind right now. Uh, we like the Chiefs minus three. That is a two-unit play on the Kansas City Chiefs minus three against the L.A. Chargers. Uh, then we got two Saturday games this week. We got spoiled. So the first game is really iffy because the Browns are running virtual right now. They've had a shitload of COVID um, positive tests. Not sure how many of those guys are going to test out and be able to play. Not sure how many of those guys are not going to provide the negative tests required and they're going to have to sit out. So this line has moved so much. Um, I believe the Browns were actually six-point favorites at one point, and now they are one-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, this is the Raiders at the Browns, uh, one-and-a-half-point dogs. The Browns are at home over under 39-and-a-half, wildly low absolutely wildly low. Um, but I don't want to touch this game, man. There's too much going on with COVID to trust this game. Derek Carr is playing terrible. They're in a limited pass attack. And I just don't know what to expect. I really don't know who the Browns are going to be able to run out there. As of right now, um, Nick Chubb's okay. But Kareem Hunt, probably not going to go this week. And I just... I don't know. It's going to be a weird game. I hope the Browns can run a healthy team out there. I hope COVID does not keep them out of the playoffs. This this outbreak coming between week 14 and week, week 15 really sucks. Um, for those in your fantasy football playoffs, it really, really sucks. But uh, it's going to affect playoffs in the NFL uh, big time. The other Saturday night game, you have the Patriots at the Colts. Colts minus two and a half is the home favorite over under at 45 and a half. Um, I mean, the Patriots are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Seven-game win streak, number one seed in the AFC. And the number one team as far as point different, differential goes. But the Colts have the recipe to beat New England here. Yes, Belichick's coming off a bye, but so so are the Colts and Frank Reich. Um, the Colts are a run-heavy team. And a run-heavy team avoids passing the ball against the Patriots, which is their strength. Their strength is their secondary and their pass defense. And the Colts also have a nice front seven that will be able to shut down. I don't want to say shut down, but limit Ramondre Stevenson and a banged up Damian Harris. Mac Jones is going to have to make some plays this week in order for the Patriots to win. So if I have to pick a line here, I really don't like doing this because New England's on fire. But um, I would probably side with the Colts minus the two and a half at home coming off the bye. Next, we have the Washington football team at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles is a seven-point home favorite over under at 44 and a half. Um, Taylor Heineke got banged up. 
in their game last week against the Cowboys, but should be good to go. Oh, sorry about that. Dropped the pen right on the mic. That was probably really loud. Um, anyway, Taylor Heineke got banged up last week, little knee injury, but I think everything I'm reading says he should be good to go. Yes, the Eagles have a healthy Jalen Hurts under center now, and they're coming off a bye. But in a division game, um, they got to play each other two times in three weeks. They are both sitting right on the um, cusp of the wild card spot. Um, something about Taylor Heineke, man. He's just a little little guy that fights for your money. I love it. And uh, I think Washington, after their rally back against Dallas last week, has a little bit of momentum. And I still just don't trust the Eagles' run game. Yes, their defense has been top 10 as of late allowing only 22 points per game. But I think the Redskins football team, whatever you want to call them, the Heineke's, I think they can keep this game within a touchdown. So I like the Washington football team plus seven. It's at a minus one of five right now. We're going to take the alternate line. We're going to take the plus seven and a half. We're going to buy that half point. It's going to be a minus 120 odds. And that's going to be a 1.8 unit play. So 1.8 to win 1.5. Uh, 1.8 units on the football team, plus seven and a half. Another game we're going to play here. Um, you've got Carolina at the Buffalo Bills. Um, quarterback situation, super sketchy for Carolina right now. But the Bills are reeling. We have a seven and six football team coming off losses to New England and the loss last week to Tampa. Um they're in trouble. They're outside. I can't believe I say this. The Bills are outside the playoff hunt right now. Um, so they've lost, my God, three of their last four, four of their last six, and five of their last eight um, with losses to the Titans. Then they beat the Dolphins. They lost to the Jaguars. Then they beat the Jets. Then they lost to the Colts, beat the Saints, and then back-to-back -back losses to the Patriots and the Buccaneers. Um, but you know what they say. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Yes, Josh Allen's suffering from a little bit of turf toe, but he came back in the game and led his team back and made that game competitive against Tampa. And I just love Josh Allen here against this Carolina defense that started the year out strong and is now not good. They are not good. They're banged up. Um, and the quarter, I mean, just who's going to play at quarterback cam Newton or PJ Walker and what weapons do they really have? As far as the run game goes, Chuba Hubbard, I'm not really sure. I just, I don't know. Amir Abdullah. It's just, it's tough for me to see a way for Carolina to cover the spread here and the spread sitting at 10. Um, so we like the Buffalo bills minus the 10 points for two units against the Carolina Panthers. You know what? Actually, scratch that. We're going to we're going to tease that. We're going to tease that with the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to skip ahead to a 4 o'clock game here. We're going to make this a Yeah. Okay. We're going to make this a six and a half point teaser. Uh, two team six and a half point teaser here. We're going to take the flying by the seam of my pants here. Okay. We're going to take Buffalo minus three and a half and the San Francisco 49ers minus two and a half. I'm going to get the odds on that real quick. Six and a half. 
that's going to be a minus 140 odds. Um, so that's going to be 2.8 units, 2.8 to win two. On the Buffalo Bills, minus three and a half. Sam Fran against Atlanta. Sam Fran's offense is clicking. Jimmy Jimmy Guap is playing really, really well uh, with George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and obviously Debo Samuel. I think they're going to get Elijah Mitchell back this week, even if they don't. Jeff Wilson's playing well um, against an Atlanta defense that Sam Fran has the recipe to shut down the run game. And then the secondary, which is probably the weakest part of their defense, doesn't really have to worry much because Atlanta can't move the ball through the air. Um, so they can focus on stopping the run in Cordero Patterson and whatever Mike Davis can provide. And um, San Fran's offense is clicking going up against a really bad Atlanta defense. So, yeah, we're going to take that. Bills minus three and a half. San Fran minus two and a half. 2.8 units on a 6.5 point teaser. All right, next game we've got – get out of that. Let's see. Next game is the Jets at the Dolphins. Dolphins are giving 10 points here over under 42. Uh, Dolphins, second hottest team in the NFL right now. I believe it's five straight wins coming off a bye. That defense is hot, hot, hot um, against a Jets offense that can we really trust anything with Zach Wilson on the field right now? Um, the Dolphins in their last, what, one, two, three, four, five. So their last five games, they let up nine, 10, 17, 10, and nine. Um, so the first time these teams played each other three weeks ago, the Dolphins won the game 24 to 17. I trust the Dolphins defense here. I don't really trust the offense enough to cover the 10 points, but we do trust the defense to hold the Jets probably to 13 or less in the offense to do just enough to win the game. I'm going to say the Dolphins win this game, something like 20 to 10 or 20 to 13 to hit the under 42 points. So that's going to be a one unit play on the under 42 in the Dolphins versus the Jets. Uh, next game, you have the Cow <clears throat> excuse me, Cowboys at the Giants. Cowboys minus 10 and a half on the road in a division game over under at 44 and a half. I would like to think the Cowboys stomp the Giants out here, but I can't really trust them. Um, I don't really like the, the 10 and a half to cover. Dak's trying to do too much, and the run game and the offensive line has been invisible as of late. Hopefully they get Tony Pollard back this week to give a little boost, um, but Zeke is banged up, and it's, you know, it's, it's extremely obvious. He does not look like Zeke. And the offensive line, I think Lyle Collins went down last week, so that's a big hit. Um, if I had to lean anything here, I'd probably lean the under 44 and a half and just say hopefully the Cowboys win this game something like 28 to 10 or something like that. Cover the spread and hit the under, I guess. I don't know. Next game, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are a one-and-a-half point favorite here against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the Steelers are not playing like the Steelers that we are used to. Their defense sucks. They're letting up a boatload of points, and uh, the Titans are doing okay without Derrick Henry right now, which is a surprise to most. But I don't really trust their defense either. This total was sitting at 41.5. It's a pretty low total. The Steelers let up 36 last week to the Vikings. They let up 19 to a banged-up Ravens team. They let up 41 to the Bengals. They let up 41 to the Chargers, um, 27 to the Bears. So they're getting scored on. 
But at the same point in time, the offense is moving the ball. They're not just running the ball with Najee Harris every single time. Um, Ben's actually looked a little bit better. Ben's throwing the ball a lot more. And he's got the weapons around him. He's got Deontay Johnson. He's got the Chase Claypools. He's got the Pat Fryermuth, And he's got Najee out of the backfield. So I think that they have the ability to move the ball against the Titans. Um, I don't know if I trust them to win the game at all. So I don't really want to take them to cover the spread here. But the Titans, um, they're letting up points. I mean, they let up 36 to New England. They let up 22 to the Texans. I mean, I don't. they let up, what, 31 to the Colts? Um, 31 to the Bills, so their defense can be exposed. I think this total is a little bit too low. I like the uh, 41 and a half in the weather for Pittsburgh this weekend. On Sunday, we're looking at pretty nice weather. Uh, it doesn't look like any rain in the forecast. It's going to be in the low to mid-30s, so it's not going to be you know super cold. Um, I don't see a problem with mid-30s as long as it's clear skies. I like the over here, so that's going to be – a one and a half unit play on the over 41 and a half in the Tennessee Titans versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Next game we've got is the shit game of the week. You got the two bottom feeders in the AFC. You've got the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, minus three and a half. The Jags are the home favorite. That's crazy to see the Jaguars as a three and a half point favorite over under 39 and a half. Uh, the Jaguars got blanked last week against the Titans and the Texans are got they got blank two weeks ago. I think they did score against Seattle last week, but then they let up like 28 unanswered for Seattle to blow them out. Um, Davis Mills has been announced as the starting quarterback for the rest of the year for Houston. Trevor Lawrence just throws pick after pick after pick. I'd like to hold out hope for Tyler and, you know, his idea that, oh, Peyton Manning did the same thing in his rookie year, but I just don't see – any Peyton Manning and Trevor Lawrence right now. Urban Meyer in the dumpster fire of the Houston or Jacksonville Jaguars is a three and a half point home favorite. Just wild. We're not going to bet this game. Probably not even going to watch a single second of this game because I don't plan on betting either of these teams the rest of the year. We do have the running bet of the Texans under four. So I'm hoping the Jaguars can win this game and keep them in a two win season right now. But I'm going to pass on this game. If I had to lean anything, I guess I would lean the Texans plus the three and a half. Because two bad teams going against each other, I'll just take the bad team getting over the field goal. Uh, next, we got the Arizona Cardinals minus 12 and a half at the Do Detroit Lions over under at 47. Uh, the Cardinals did what they could against the Rams trying to battle back, but uh, just Kyler Murray turning the ball over and then the offensive line not being able to block and Aaron Donald feasting. And then obviously the Lions got absolutely blown out by the um, Denver Broncos last week. Not going to make a play on this one either. If I had to take a lean, um, uh, fuck it. Lean the Lions plus the 12 and a half at home. Why not? Uh, we already touched on the San Fran Atlanta game. That's in our six and a half point teaser. You got the Bengals at the Broncos. Broncos minus two and a half over under at 44. Two teams with the same record. One coming off a massive win. One coming off a heartbreaking loss in overtime. Recency bias. I'm going to go with the better overall team, the better offense, the better defense, and just honestly the better overall team. Um, I don't think that Denver can hide behind their running game in this game and cover up their quarterback woes and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I like Joe Burrow in the offense to go on the road in mile high and cover the two and a half points here. I like a two-unit play 
on the Bengals money line. They are plus 125. So two units on the Cincinnati Bengals plus 125 in Denver. Next game, Packers at Baltimore. Baltimore getting four and a half points at home, over under at 43 and a half. Lots of questions whether or not Lamar Jackson's going to be able to go. This is fishy to me. This seems almost too good to be true. Um, Packers clicking. The offense is so good. I just I don't want to touch this game. I really don't. Um, if I had to lean, I would just lean the over and hope the Packers can get it going and Lamar plays. If Lamar plays, I would I think the over 43 and a half smashes. But as of right now, with the show being recorded on Wednesday, I don't trust this at all. And I'm going to stay away from it because Lamar Jackson is the key to that game. The next four o'clock game, a division game, you have the Los Angeles Rams at home against the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are getting four and a half on the road. The over-under at 45 and a half. Um, the Rams, the next team with a shitload of COVID cases. Uh, Odell tested positive. Higby tested out of COVID protocol. We don't know what's going on with the Memphis Monster. We don't know what's going like what if Henderson, he tested positive for COVID last week, but he's also coming off the hamstring injury. Is it going to be Sony Michelle? Is it going to be Daryl Henderson? Is it going to be a, a, a two-headed back? Um, we don't know what's going on there, and we don't know if Odell is going to play. They're also missing some offensive linemen and some players on the defense. If everybody's healthy, I'm obviously leaning the Rams minus four and a half. But if everybody's healthy, the line's not four and a half. So we're going to avoid that game as well. Then you've got Tampa at home <clears throat> against the New Orleans Saints. Um, I get Taysom Hill's going again. Uh, Tampa lost to New Orleans, got embarrassed by New Orleans last time they played them. New Orleans is not winning this game, but I don't know if Tampa covers 10 and a half. Um, I think that Taysom Hill is going to be able to move the ball a little bit against Tampa, and I think Tampa's offense will do just fine against what seems to be a pretty good New Orleans Saints defense, but a lot of that is their run defense. And as you know, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians do not like to run the ball a lot. And even when they do, nobody's stopping regular season, Lenny, regular season Lenny right now. The guy is feasting. He's got six touchdowns in his last five games, last four games, last three games, something like that. He's absolutely on fire. And um, I'll say we side with the over 46 and a half here. And let's just go 1.5 units on the over 46 and a half in the Tampa versus New Orleans game. I know I'm talking fast, but I'm trying to get through this before my wife and kids get home. Um, and then you've got the Monday night game. So the Tampa game is a Sunday night game. Next, you've got the Monday night game. You've got the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Minnesota's sitting at minus three on the road right now, over under at 44. Um, I said last week, Minnesota is the best bad team in the NFL. And Chicago is a middle-of-the-pack bad team. Um, Minnesota and Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson – should be able to move the ball pretty, pretty well against the Chicago defense. Uh, Green Bay laid out the recipe for them to do that last week. And I just don't know if Justin Fields has it in him to throw up um, two competitive games into the third quarter. Uh, Matt Nagy on the hot seat. And I think this game might be what does it for Matt Nagy in his tenure in Chicago. Uh, we're going to take the Minnesota Vikings minus the three points against the Chicago Bears. And that's going to be a two-unit play on the Vikings in primetime. I know, I know. We're taking Captain Kirk in primetime 
but he got it done last week in primetime against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So maybe he broke the curse. Just maybe, just maybe Captain Kirk broke the curse in primetime and he wins two primetime games in a row and he covers the spread in two primetime games in a row. This one being minus three against the Chicago Bears. So again, guys, the plays for this week, we've got the Chiefs minus three. That's a two-unit play against the San Diego, San Diego, good Lord, the Los Angeles Chargers. Chiefs minus three, two-unit play. We've got the Washington football team plus seven and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a 1.8-unit play at minus 120 odds. That's 1.8 to win 1.5. Uh, we'll save our teaser for last. We then have the under 42 in the Dolphins-Jets game for one unit. We then have the over 41 and a half in the Pittsburgh versus Tennessee game for one and a half units. We have the Cincinnati Bengals money line, baby, a dog money line, plus 125, two units on the Bengals, plus 125 at Denver. We then have Tampa versus New Orleans over 46 and a half for 1.5 units. We then have the Vikings for two units, minus three at the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. And then our six and a half point teaser, that six and a half point teaser coming in at my, minus 140 odds. That is the Bills minus the three and a half against the Carolina Panthers and the San Francisco 49ers minus two and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, that's a 2.8 unit play there. So up for um, what we're betting this week, we've got four, five and a half, seven and a half. 9, 10, 11 and a half, 13 and a half, 14.3 units on the table with a possibility of taking home, what, something like 14. Um, so those are our plays this week. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then the eighth being the six and a half point teaser. Um, that's really all I've got for you guys. I know this is a short episode, 35 minutes. But I'm going to have a co-host next week. If it's not Dale and it's not Tyler, I'm going to pull one of these degenerates out of uh, out of our inbox in here and let them co-host with me, get the, get the crowd involved. Um, but somebody's going to be here with me. We're going to be live on YouTube. It's going to be Wednesday night live on YouTube, 930 Eastern Standard Time, like normal. I know the shows have been coming out at goofy hours lately, but it's the holiday season. With that being said, um, Enjoy the time with your family, guys. Uh, I really hope that everybody enjoys their holiday season. Christmas is next weekend. For those of you who have little kids like I do, um, take it all in because they grow up and they grow up super fast. I was just looking at pictures of my daughter on her first Christmas the other day, and it's crazy. It really is. Um, but enjoy the the innocence and the surprise and just the happiness and joy in their eyes on Christmas morning. It's a great experience. And if you don't have kids, enjoy time with your significant other or your family or whatever you're going to do, your friends, just enjoy it. You know, it's all about getting together and being thankful for what God has graced us with. Um, I know that I am, I know Tyler is, and I know the rest of the Punchless family is grateful and thankful for everything they've been provided with. Um, but we're going to do a Christmas giveaway. I got to talk to Tyler. We're going to figure something out do a Christmas giveaway. Um, I know I want to talk about it. The tornadoes that ripped through um, the state of Kentucky and Arkansas over the last week, a lot of families 
were affected by that. Um, a lot of family members lost right before the Christmas season. So I know we've done it. Um, I know Punchless MMA is running a, uh, a deal on the shirt that they put out, the hedge. Um, they put a shirt out with Allegiance clothing, and all the profits from that are going to the American Red Cross charity for those families in those areas. Um, I ask that if you have anything to spare, it's a great thing to donate to because a lot of those families are in dire need right now. Um, if you have a local Toys for Tots, get out there, get some toys out for them, and um, just, I don't know, be a good person this holiday season. I'm going to do my best, and I ask the same of you. So that's all I've got. That's that's the, the soft spot for this episode. Um, but outside of that, I really don't have anything else for you guys. I'm super excited for what we've got coming up. And I know we've only been covering the uh, football season, but don't think when football season's over, this podcast is going to go away. Once this football season's over, this podcast is going to get a little goofy. Uh, we're going to do some fun stuff. We're going to still talk football, but we've got college basketball. We've got NBA. We've got a lot of stuff. I mean, we bet on everything, but we've been focusing on football as of right now. Um, I would like to do a joint episode with the Punchlist MMA guys, uh, get all four of us on for an episode, maybe one of their Punchlist bullshit episodes. That'd be a fun time. We can get that going. It can get real goofy real fast. Um, but I don't know. We've got a lot planned and we're going to be back on social media, guys. Um, I'm going to get back on Instagram. We're going to start posting the story and I'm going to leave you with this. Enjoy your Christmas. We love you and thank you for everything. fucking pat super bowl let's go